Hey guys, I'm Christy Morris, and you're listening in to Cut to the Chase podcast, hosted by Greg Proctor. Hello, everyone. Good morning. This is Gregory Proctor. I'm your host, and welcome to episode 29, Behind the Scenes. Behind the Scenes, basically out of sight, out of the public eye, or out of sight for a theater or organization. Secretly doing things behind the cover. Diplomatic maneuvers going on behind the scene. These are just some of the definitions as behind the scenes begins to take shape in today's podcast. And so I have a special guest. And I think one of the questions that our special guest has been, she's been kind of trying to figure out how we actually made this connection. And so I figured today I would kind of share that with her along with all of our listeners. And so to our special guests, how I sought you out, or should I say how I found you, was basically through Jujack Marketing. So on LinkedIn, as you very well know, you start looking around for people and uh, you discover someone, okay, fine, you connect with them, basically uh, you engage with them. They may do some work with you. They may talk with you. You may develop a relationship. And then as I was looking through their profile, I saw you. I saw this young lady at the time that had purple hair, that was a marketing consultant. She was self-employed. And I read through her bio and I read through all the information. Then I went out on Facebook on my wife's account because I didn't have one at the time. I did a little bit of research there. Then I came back and I looked at some other and I was like, this is the person. This is the person that... I want to get in contact with. This is the person that I think could help us out on some of the things that we're going to talk about basically on our podcast today. And so to our special guest, before I introduce you, that is how I found you. (laughs) Okay, so let's jump right into it. Let's talk a little bit about the backstory of our special guest, because I think she's an outstanding person and uh, I just want to give her the proper due diligence as far as the introduction. So, as I mentioned, behind the scenes, when you actively engage in social media marketing, valuable content is imperative. You have to deliver the right message to the right people on the right page at the right time. But it doesn't always have to be serious. Keeping the work, keeping it to all work and no play attitude doesn't necessarily go um, as I say, a very long ways, you know, and my example of that would be like Jack Nicholas in The Shining, you know, I mean, a kind of a correlation. And so to our listeners, our special guest, Christy, is a talented marketing professional with 11 years of experience, leading and executing holistic digital marketing strategies for industry leaders in e-commerce, tech, entertainment, fashion, and social justice. Rooted in her passion for growing communities, Christy founded Austin Women Empowered Meetings in 2018, encouraging women to share in a safe and confidential setting to gain strength, develop supportive relationships. These experiences led Christy to the Texas Suicide Prevention Program, where she became ASK certified. As we all know today, particularly now in this COVID environment that we're in, marketing is such a fast-paced industry. Making sure you stay, stay ahead of the curve by harnessing 
an effective solution that fits your clients, your customers' uh, needs is extremely important. So for everyone that's listening, she specializes in content and event marketing, engaging and influencing, digital strategy, call to action, lead generations, and expanding your network. Her prior experience has consisted of being a marketing manager, marketing sales director, a marketing consultant, and how I met her, she is a marketing freelancer. She is the consultant of all consultants when it comes to marketing. So beyond that, she also volunteers. She's a founder of Austin Women Empowered Meetings, as I mentioned before, where they basically plan monthly meetings, source sponsorship, and create events and contents for social media and managing digital campaigns. Her personal life interests, which I also found out was rather interesting because she's just such a vibrant person, is culinary arts. She enjoys training. She's also in fitness, volunteering, and in a book club as a as a as a as a book club reader overall to our listeners christy is a vibrant marketing wizard okay let me emphasize that wizard just like the wizard of oz her compilations of extensive marketing research development and pure out-of-the-box thinking sets her apart from any average marketing consultant and without further ado, it gives me great pleasure, Christy, my pal, my buddy, to welcome you to Cut to the Chase. Christy, do you have any opening remarks? Sometimes I don't think I introduce people very well, so I just figured I'd give you, you know, give you a minute to, to say a couple things. I was just about to say, like, hey, thanks for hyping me up. Like, <laughs> that was a, an amazing introduction, and um, it, it's a awesome to finally know how we actually made the connection. And I really appreciate um, the relationship that we felt even more just for you going back and doing the research after you initially came across my profile on LinkedIn. So it's really exciting to finally learn how you connected with me. Um, but yes, that was a great introduction to myself and my background. Um, I mean, call me Dorothy, you know, Wizard of Oz is like how I, definitely look at marketing and, um, you know, coming up with the creative mind. And also you did leave out the fact of, about just kind of my wizardry and colored hair. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to put myself in a bad position, you know, through this <laughs> interview. So I figured I would, I would just keep it, keep it neutral so that, uh, you know, if that came up, then certainly we, we, we could talk about that. So, Christy, why don't, why don't we cut to the chase? Why don't we kind of talk to the audience a little bit about kind of what, what goes on? What is behind the scenes content? Can you, can you kind of elaborate to our listeners what that actually means with your marketing expertise and skills? Sure. Um, so behind the scenes content is basically everything that is behind the scenes, right? So you might not think what you're doing on an average day-to-day -day basis would be intriguing um, to an audience, but it is because it is story. It is the story. It is the passion. Um, I think, you know, as humans, we all have ideas, but very seldom there's not a lot of idea people that put things into action. Um, and in the way that you do um, or I do, um, so being able to tell that story and being open about it um, 
I mean, it's only going to help your business. And it's also going to help you learn more about your business, the foundation and the environment. Right. Right. So, so we appreciate that. And we appreciate that, 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 that high level explanation. So with regards to, you know, as, as I mentioned in my opening remarks, you know, we're every, everybody knows we're, you know, at least if, if you don't know, maybe you're not living on this planet, which is kind of funny, which my wife tells me that all the time. You're, you're an alien for the amount of time you, you work uh, and the amount of hours you put in. But, but I guess my question here is, is how important is it nowadays because of the simple fact that, you know, if you were looking at your computer as an average corporate person or business person, maybe, you know, three to four hours a day, you're probably looking at your computer now, eight, 10, 12 hours a day, maybe even longer. So how important is it to humanize your brand? Walk us through that. Well, you know, I always try to um, explain this to people, Greg, is just like, we're humans, right? There's no magic thing that social media is going to do as far as enticing a new audience. So I always kind of reel people back into thinking about their own behaviors on social media and what entices them, what entices them to purchase. And we normally always come back to a storyline. It's like, okay, I saw this post on social media. I was very inspired by it. Um, I related to it, even if it was, you know, music, if it's a color scheme. It's something that attracted you in two or three seconds of seeing a post. And then just even kind of going back to how you mentioned, Greg, that you saw me on LinkedIn that went to various places to research me. That's what most people do with products before they purchase them. You know, is that they go and say they see something on Facebook, they go back and look at Instagram and just kind of see the story. And I think that um, our stories are long, right? Like there's no simple story. So it's finding a balance of creating that story, um, you know, sometimes in less than three seconds of what you're trying to tell and be enticing. But I think whenever you're creating a new brand, it's really important to go back and look at what brands inspire you. Not only what brands inspire you, but what else inspired you to create, you know, this this recipe um, that you're developing. And then you can kind of go back and say, okay, I can kind of see what the basis is of the story that I'm trying to put out there. And I think that we get so overwhelmed because social media and, you know, marketing strategy, it's a lot. It is a lot. It's not just like posting randomly on the internet. You know, that doesn't work. Um, But I think that we forget people are people. You need to talk to people like people. And we just kind of need to remember what inspires ourselves because whatever inspires us is going to attract the right people to our brand. Right, right. Yeah, I think think you hit the nail right on the head for for answering my next question because I was going to to kind of allude to uh, what, what you've kind of indicated there is people like to connect with people, not just a brand. And so, you know, as, as I dive into that a little bit more, when you're working on as, as a marketing consultant um, and, and bringing forth your talents and skills on projects, um, how do you go about trying to ensure that you know, your skill sets and values and, and, and basically what you're bringing to the table to help a company, uh, how, how do you go about executing in, in a manner to help 
let's just say a new client or on a new project understand the importance of some of these things you've just mentioned? You know, first of all, Greg, I guess I'll cut right to the chase on it. I want to make sure <laughs> that I'm the one, right? It's just like dating, you know? And um, when you hire uh, a marketing team or an agency or even just, you know, somebody that's going to help write your blog, um, they are a mascot for you, you know? And, and they're an extension of your brand. So I've come up with what I call just kind of an overview interview process of our of your brand and my skills to make sure that they align. And I think I do a really good job of digging in to see what passion is driving. I keep saying the word passion because every client I work with has that. There's this key passion of what they're trying to grow and what they're trying to build. And being an extremely passionate marketer that goes hand in hand. So I think making sure that as a marketer, I align in my goals and then the client's goals align as well. Very well stated. Very well stated. So, you know, that those those are those are great pros. Those are those are great things that that certainly uh, people will, will obviously glean from. But, you know, there's always a pro and then there's always a con, right? So, so what are some of the reasons that you've seen through your professional experience where people don't share the behind the scenes? Maybe, maybe they're just strictly all business. Maybe, maybe they can't get over the hump of, of figuring out how to humanize um, their brand or their company or their messaging. You know, what, what are some of the tips that you, that you have there? You know, honestly, Greg, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but if you aren't sharing behind the scenes content or you're not comfortable with it, that tells me a couple things that I would look into first. And the main one being that you might have an internal problem with your team. Maybe the energy isn't high enough. Um, You should want to be proud to show off the behind the scenes action. Um, another thing is you're scared. You don't want to. You don't want people to see what you're building because you're afraid that it will fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just you're putting yourself out there again. You know, in the beginning of this conversation, I mentioned. You know, we all have ideas. You know, we all have that idea that we wanted to want to put into play, and very seldomly do people do it. And if you're doing it, you're doing it. And you are a very small few. Um, So I think that you have to get over that, that your idea is great. You should not be scared to put it into the world. And every party that's, everyone that's a part of your team wants to share the story just as much as you do. Um, So yeah, I think that there's a couple, couple things that kind of spark out to me whenever I see that I have a client that is not sharing behind the scenes content. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those are great, great, uh, certainly great insights. So, you know, as I'm looking at my questions here, before I get to some of the meatier substance that I want to talk to you about, I got I got one more question here as it relates to kind of just helping our audience understand and better tee up what really goes on behind the scenes. And so I think this one is very significant as we've talked about some of these other plays that you've indicated. So this question here is, what are ways to maintain a wide audience, okay, uh, as it will relate to, 
you know, you're behind the scenes, you know, and in some cases you have people that are just starting out, they're trying to grow, they're trying to expand their network. You know, what are some of the ways or examples, should I say, uh, to maintain a wide loyalty of audience followers or likes or whatever? I mean, what, what are some of the things that you've been able to do in, in your, uh, in your skill set and, and past experience? Good question. So um, I think the first key is to stay humble, my friend, right? So once we start posting things on social media and we start getting, you know, a thousand views on this picture, we have people liking it, um, we're posting more on our story. I think we get in the mindset of like, wow, like we're trending. We've got to, you know, keep pushing content. It's like, yes, we got to push content, but we also have to create relationships with people that are making those views and that are sharing our content. And I think we get ahead of ourselves of, okay, I've got to create the next piece of content, viral content, instead of, wow, I need to keep who has already followed my brand just from this piece of content that I put out right now. Mm-hmm. So staying humble and not getting ahead of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very good. Very, very good. So let's dive into, you know, I think everybody's like, okay, so Greg, you, you sought her out on LinkedIn. You, you, you went through ways that typically if they're smart, you know, people will will do what I just did, you know, to find the right people that can be brought into your brand. But to our listeners, you know, everybody knows out there that, you know, yes, I run a management consultancy firm. Uh, Yes, I run a podcast. But also, yes, to the fact that I'm the co-founder of TrueSpot. And so Christy is actually supporting us. And so I want to I dive into, you know, a little bit of what I would consider to be behind the scenes. And so my first question to you, Christy, is, you know, we sought you out as, as TrueSpot founders and co-founder. Um Tell us, what is it like to work with, with, with two childhood friends? Uh, one has got a lot of energy, you know, he's, he's an intelligent guy. Another one is, 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 is an intelligent guy, but he's more soft-spoken. Uh, the, the dimensions there and the dynamics are, are great, you know? I mean, there's a lot of love, there's a lot of energy uh, in the room. But from your perspective... True Spot is something that's it's it's innovative. It's it's becoming the next 21st century way of how fans engage with sporting events and live concerts. And so you're working behind the scenes. What is that like working for two childhood friends? I think simply I have to say every day it's inspirational. And I have to go back and uh, talk a little bit about how um, we first started talking about me coming on to help with Food Spot and just an original intake and discovery conversation that I like to have with all my clients. As I mentioned, I want to make sure that we align as humans as well um, before moving forward on business. And one of my favorite questions to ask, it's the last question I ask, but it's the first question that I read after giving it to a client is if you could pick your own theme song when you walked in a room, what would it be? And 
I get so many different responses to this and sometimes I don't get responses at all. And when I don't get responses at all, I'm like, huh, that kind of gives me the basis of what our really our working relationship is going to be. Um, but when I got, you know, Will came back with Return of the Mac and Greg, you came back with Eminem won't back down. I was like, wow, if we were in an office together, like, I can just see us vibing, high energy, and it just kind of gave me a basis of I really like to think of what it would be like to work with my clients, not virtually every day, but in an office. Um, and it also gave me a really good perspective of the relationship that you guys have. Um, and it also reminded me of my childhood best friend. And I think that uh, we all need to be reminded of that childhood best friend, especially in times right, like right now. Um, and to even think about the opportunity to do something that is going to make a great impact um, in technology with your best friend that you grew up with. Um, and you guys do have very different personalities, but I think that that's what makes those relationships work, right? Um, mm -hmm. is we kind of balance out our differences. Um, but it's just... It's totally inspiring to work with TrueSpot every day. Not only just the technology, but the passion you guys have behind it. You know, the world's on fire right now. There's a lot of content being pushed out in the world that creates a lot of controversy. And I think that there's a lot of brands that are just molding with that, right? They're trying to pick a stance, um, just trying to figure out like how they can stand out. And I really admire that TrueSpot has just taken the stance of like, we're really pa passionate about enhancing this experience of concerts and sporting events and getting people back out into the real world experiences. Yep, yep. Well, excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, we, we certainly, uh, Will and I, and I speak for both of us, we're, uh, we're, we're, ec we're ecstatic to have the discovery and the finding of you, just like we're ecstatic to have our our uh, <clears throat> developing team up in uh, Vancouver, you know, and, and some of the things that, that when Will and I talk about um, how do we conduct business and how do we move forward with people that we engage with as it relates to TrueSpot, you know, I always go back to something that happened to me when I first started up my very first project controls company back in 2004. And that is someone once told me, you can always find clients and customers. However, finding a good client and a good customer will be everlasting. And what I didn't understand back then when I started up my first company is the fact that you need to find those people, just as you very well stated, that vibe, that gel, that are going to be in it for the long run with you, that have the same vision, acuity as, as what you have. And so in my case back then, I ended up working for a company under my own brand for like 10 years, which was probably just unprecedented, unheard of being, you know, a small, you know, startup company, minority owned and, 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 and working for a large Fortune 500 conglomerate company. And then, you know, helping these guys win a lot of projects and, and make a lot of money. And so as we, as we look at business, you know, today, this is what we kind of, this is what we go after. This is what we're, we're looking to, to seek as we're trying to interview and uh, do our due diligence. It's, it's finding those, you know, simple terms, diamonds in the rough, 
because we know that if we succeed, everybody succeeds. That's just that's just our nature. That's how that's how we were built in our with our DNA. And uh, we appreciate having you, you know, certainly appreciate having you on board with us and, and, and True Spot. So, Christy, I mean, this has been God, Jesus Christ, I almost said God dang it. But you know what? <laughs> this has been great. This has been great. So let's talk about some takeaways. I mean, you know, we're, we're close to our time almost wrapping up here. Let's talk about some takeaways. I mean, a couple of things that I think are so inspiring that that uh, that you stated you know, earlier on that I tried to capture as a note, you know, we may even use this to kind of do some branding, but marketing is a mascot. It's an extension of your brand, you know, i.e. organization, i.e. self. And so like you stated, whoever you bring in as your marketing consultant, marketing agency, marketing firm, you need to make sure that you guys are completely and cohesively hooked together at the hip. If not, I, I think it would be it'd be pretty pretty detrimental. You also talked about being humble and creating relationships and focus in on not getting ahead of yourself. I think those were just excellent, excellent things when it comes to uh, marketing and looking at what goes on behind the scene. And I think the other thing that you kind of mentioned before I let you speak is what inspires you when you see a brand you know as a person that that constantly you know buys and you know searches out for different things and i'm not talking about me individually but anybody you know what inspires you i mean you know do you have to see it 27 times 30 times do you have to read the uh, reviews i mean there's there's all these different things that people tend to to kind of divulge and go into their own ways of, of performing their own due diligence but back to you christy so what what other takeaways can you add to this dialogue to this discussion i think the biggest one is that we forget we're people man mm. just like anyone else no matter who you are the CEO, your president of your brand. I think that it is remembering that is key to your business and just always relating back to how you purchase things on a daily basis, how COVID and this new normal has impacted you. Those challenges you're having are the same challenges other people are having. So talk about it. You know, really build, really build that relationship. And I know that we've mentioned this multiple times, but I think that it's so easy to forget in the world of digital. Um, you know, I started in marketing before Facebook was a thing. I was calling people out of the yellow pages, you know, and I actually had to pick up the phone and cold call people and build a relationship, not being able to use the resources that we're able to utilize now. And, you know, I think even even us, that even those that take advantage of this digital time, we also have challenges. We're like, I can't believe that this is where we're at in the world. And we almost get to a negative spot with that. But I think that we always need to think it's an amazing thing, actually. Um, you know, we were only able to connect with one person on a phone on a phone call. You know, now we have the capability of connecting with, you know, thousands, if not millions um, on a video call. Uh, it's a beautiful thing what technology can do. It's just what you do with it and the type of content that you're putting out to the world. So just making sure that you also remember that um, what you create and what you put out 
is you. And that's what you're putting out onto the internet and that's what you're putting out into the world and that's how you're impressioning people. Yeah, yeah, wow. Wow, very, uh, very uh, thoughtful closing remarks and uh, quite a bit of insight and wisdom there and we certainly, certainly appreciate that. And, and from, from my perspective, um, you know, we certainly appreciate having you on board as, uh, as a special guest. We appreciate your infectious energy that you brought to this podcast we don't know did you have did you really have three cups of coffee or was it more than three cups of coffee (laughs) Uh, i I might have made another cup while we were chatting but you know (laughs) yeah yeah well well look christy this has been great you know our our time is up you know and certainly um i think this this podcast uh came off with uh a great start to the morning and it's certainly going to be hot uh when people listen to it because you know what really goes on behind the scenes and what we've talked about today is essentially uh of value it's relevant it's important uh because we are all kind of you know sequestered in our homes and we're spending a lot of time behind our computers and phones and these type of things are extremely extremely important and so christy thank you again we'd like to say goodbye I am Gregory Hope, Gregory Proctor. Whoops, Gregory Proctor, not Gregory Host, Gregory Proctor. This is episode 29, Behind the Scenes, Cut to the Chase. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.